0: Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers and I am your host today. You can find me on liveto110.com. And today I'm interviewing some new friends, uh, Myra and Jason Calton, and I met them on the Live in Levita Low Carb Cruise. It's the cruise that Jimmy Moore hosts every year, and they were really, really nice. And I was really impressed by their presentation about micronutrient antagonists and some of their new product lines, Nutrients and um, Skinny Fat, and a couple other things. And I'm so excited to have them on the show to talk about minerals and micronutrients. Um, We're going to be talking about why you need to supplement minerals and what are some of the main causes of mineral deficiencies and we're going to be talking about their new book, The Micronutrient Miracle. Um, but first I have to do the disclaimer. Please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. Please uh, the Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature, so please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment that we suggest on the show. And if you guys want to go to the new site, live to 110.com has gotten a facelift. And you can go there and sign up for my free Live to 110 by Weighing Less e Guide and five free Modern Paleo Survival Guides. They're little charts, give you a preview of coming attractions in my upcoming book, The Modern Paleo Survival Guide. And you can also check out new episodes of the Modern Paleo Cooking Show, where I uh, cook recipes from the upcoming book. Um, but today, our guest is Dr. Jason Calton and Myra Calton. The Caltons are among the world's leading experts on micronutrient deficiency, on weight management, and lifestyle medicine. Myra Colton is a certified nutritionist, and Dr. Jason Colton holds a master's and a PhD in nutrition. They are New York Times bestselling authors of Naked Calories, Rich Food, Poor Food, which is how I found them, discovered them, and they have an upcoming book on minerals and micronutrients that we'll be talking about today. And they also have an amazing new nutrient line called Nutrients that we're also going to be talking about. And they basically have worked with literally thousands of international clientele, including celebrities and athletes and uh, corporate executives. Meyer and Jason, they really have truly dedicated their lives to learning about nutrient deficiency and educating people about nutrition. And it's their belief that becoming micronutrient sufficient is the first step towards preventing and reversing many of today's most prevalent health conditions and diseases. And I'm so honored and excited to have them on the show. How are you guys? Oh, we're Great. thrilled to be here. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, sorry for that long introduction. No, <laughs> I really all. wanted to let everybody know that you guys really have a tremendous number of qualifications and dedication to educating people about nutrients.
1: Yeah, it's our passion. It's, you know, it's uh, some a topic in, that people don't talk about often enough, micronutrients, and it's a topic that we're now seeing just so much stuff in the news and new studies coming out, and I think we're going to see a flip pretty soon here that, that they're going to get the do that they're due.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely, and that's one of my messages, too. People need to supplement minerals every single day. So important. It's the underlying cause of disease, and people just uh, think that uh, they're... Their genetics are causing it, or or what have you. Perhaps it's their diet, and it's you know unfortunately, people they have to supplement every single day in order to be healthy.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, we're talking about minerals. Of course, we talk about the umbrella of micronutrients, and just so people can understand, there really isn't a difference. Minerals are just one of the micronutrients we talk about. So vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, and amino acids all fall under the umbrella of. Micronutrients. So when we are talking. Essential
1: micronutrients.
2: Yeah, these are essential (laughs) micronutrients, meaning we need them every day, like Wendy was saying. And so anytime we use the word micronutrient, we're, of course, talking about minerals, but all these other things as well. And you're absolutely right. In fact, potassium, which is a mineral, is the most deficient micronutrient that, well, certainly the most deficient micronutrient that we're studying right now, the USDA is looking at, 93% of America, according to the USDA, deficient in this mineral. And it's no better, really, for the vitamins either. Vitamin D is just almost as high as that.
0: K2, now
2: they're saying 90%. So, So, yeah, it's a real (laughs) epidemic.
0: Yeah, I know. Every single client of mine that I do a hair mineral analysis with, their potassium is just non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. It's just non-existent.
2: it's time. very, very difficult to get potassium from our foods, and especially if we're following one of these low-carbohydrate diets or any of these restrictive-style diets, because most of our potassium comes from carbohydrate-based
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and that's actually a new product that we're actually going to launch eventually is a, a potassium product because we're seeing this so much in, in clients. Yeah.
0: yeah, that sounds great. Um, so, I first mentioned you guys uh, or met you guys on Jimmy Moore's Low Carb Cruise, and it was so great meeting you guys. I was very excited. There are so many interesting people on this ship presenting. Yeah. Um,
1: we're, we're already
0: getting ready to book up for next year. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, hopefully I'm going to go as well. Um, <laughs> but I first heard about you guys on Sean Croxton's podcast, um, and you were talking about beaver butts. <laughs> and it got my attention uh, where you said that uh, artificial raspberry flavoring is from a gland in a beaver butt. And uh, that caught my attention, (laughs) to say the least. And I immediately went out and got your book. I had been at that stage studying all about uh, food ingredients and how to read food labels, etc. And I got your book and learned so much more. And I thought I thought your book was fantastic.
1: Oh, thank you. Richard poor food was like a labor of love because. Everyone, in our first book, Baked Calories, we talked about how to become micronutrients efficient. And we believe that we're, for, we're food first people. We all know that it's almost impossible in this day and age, unless you're eating very odd, random things, to actually get your micronutrients from food anymore. So therefore, but we still believe that food should be your first, your first goal is to eat the most micronutrient rich foods you could. So that's why we wrote Rich Poor Food, because when we said that, eat micronutrient rich foods, everyone went, huh? <laughs> Where are they? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> what does it mean in every single aisle? Like, what's the most micronutrient-rich milk, and how do I find that in a candy bar? All <laughs> yeah. uh, the questions. <laughs> so that's actually why we wrote Rich and Poor Food was just to make it really simple for people to locate and to navigate through the grocery store to find in every single aisle our favorite picks and even the brand names of which foods had the most micronutrients and the Fewest of those poor food ingredients that you were that you were looking at.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's really a practical guide as well because even shopping at Whole Foods, there's a lot of garbage oh, in yeah. so-called health foods, and so it really helped me to realize my veggie burger was garbage. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and well, we this, you know, there's junk in every house. There's gluten-free junk. There's vegetarian-free you know junk. There's low-carb junk, and it really is about those, those ingredients.
0: Yeah. So everyone, I highly recommend their book, Rich Food, Poor Food. I'm sorry, Rich Food, Poor Food. Um, I think it's really essential reading for anyone that's trying to improve their health. Um, And also, um, I was really, really impressed by, uh, you know, your story of the Carlton Project and how you traveled around the world, almost mimicking Weston A. Price's work and trying to see for yourself what he discovered. And that yeah. seemed like you were trying to recreate that. I thought it was wonderful. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about uh, you know what you did and why you did it?
2: Sure. Well, I mean the reason why we both decided to go and do this Colton project, which ended up being a seven year one hundred and thirty five country expedition to every continent, was because we had – I had been working with Mira just before we set out on this because Mira had advanced osteoporosis Mm -hmm. at age 30. So she became a patient of mine, and we were able to reverse this advanced osteoporosis in just two years by helping her to become (laughs) micronutrient-sufficient. how does someone become osteoporotic at
0: 30? Well, we're going to talk about some
1: of those habits that I had. It's really – Once we realized the things that I had been doing wrong, it became so crystal clear, like I should have known it. I mean, if I had looked at like the worst possible lifestyle habits, diet habits for stealing calcium, magnesium, those two minerals were, were so deficient in my life because and vitamin D as well. Um, because of my lifestyle habits and my diet habits, and we can go over a few of those
0: if you want also okay. yeah, yeah, I was just very I was blown away when you did your presentation how you had become you know such advanced osteoporosis at age thirty, and I was really moved by your story,
1: oh thank you, yeah, I mean, it was really it, came, it was a shock, I mean, of course, to be thirty years old, think that like everything is great, you know you're indef- indefensible, defensible like everything you know to be a whole life ahead of you. And then to be told, like, you're not going to get any better. You're going to continue to break. You're going to be bedridden. And it really having to take a serious, hard look, leave my job, quit New York City altogether, move to stay with my family who took care of me um, during this period, it really breaks you down. Yeah. And now I would just feel extremely lucky, extremely blessed to be able to come forward and say, you know, this, you can get over this. You can turn over any disease you have. It's all preventable. It's all reversible if you simply build back your storage of these essential micronutrients.
0: And it's good that it happened to you because that's how you met your man. I know, but I got they
1: had double double good things happening. I got to, and then three things because we went on the Colton Project. Yeah. So yeah,
0: I got, I got better and I got to travel the world with the man I love. Yeah, so let's get back to that. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm no, no, like, no,
2: well, it, that's the important part is that I mean, that? mean that's really what got us so interested in going out and looking at what's happening around the world. How was it that Mira, first of all, got so deficient in her vitamins and her minerals, from micronutrients, that she became had osteoporosis at age 30? How prevalent really is that in our society? And more importantly, we wanted to see how we compare here in modern day America to other cultures around the world, specifically remote tribes. So we wanted to go to Papua New Guinea and on the Amazon and in China and in India and go places where people, you know, maybe they see 10 to 15 people a year outside of their own communities. You know, really look at what are they eating? How are they eating? What is their lifestyle like? Do they have any of these lifestyle health conditions that we are plagued with? Do they have pre-diabetes or even diabetes? Do they have cancer? Do they have high blood pressure? Obesity. Do they have obesity? Do they have osteoporosis? And if they don't have those things, why don't they have them? And when do we start to get them in that chain from remote to semi-remote to urban? You know, what is happening as these people move through these areas that is causing them to get these diseases? And, of course, what we found were several things. One of the major points that we brought back from the Colton Project was that micronutrient deficiency is the most widespread and dangerous health condition of the 21st century. And that's because it's, it's affecting almost every single person on the planet. Nobody even knows they're deficient. And every one of these deficiencies, as you well know, Wendy, has, a, has its roots in some kind of a health condition or a disease that we're suffering from. So if we know this, if the medical society knows this, if we as nutritionists know this, why are we teaching nutrition the way we're teaching it? Why are we talking about calories? Who cares? Why are we talking yeah. about carbs, fats, and proteins to the extent that we are? Are they important? Sure. But they're, they're kind of icing on the cake. Let's talk about the real important part of nutrition. That's micronutrients. Those are the vitamins, minerals, essential fats, amino acids that our bodies must have or we will get a disease. That's why they're called essential. And that's what we, that's what we try to teach. We try to flip it around. So we put the cart back behind the horse again, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And we say, let's talk about micronutrients first. And then you can come up with any kind of dietary profile you want that suits your lifestyle and that will eventually help you to become sufficient. So that's, that's one of the big things we found in the Colton project. And you know, I think I'm very glad that we got to do it. And then we're planning on going back and doing it again in another six years just to kind of, you know, kind of see, what's see where happened. the
1: tribes have gone, which communities are, you know, faring better than others. Okay, Yeah. So we identified what we call EMDs or everyday micronutrient depleters, And what we did is we found, what it was that all these tribes were doing right that we didn't have here. Like what was it in our life that was depleting us of these vitamins and minerals that wasn't occurring over there? And what we did is we created Naked Calories, our other book, and we outlined every single one of these habits and told you like where you're gonna run into these roadblocks, like what things are, are stealing your health, literally stealing the vitamins and minerals that you think you're getting. And we outlined them like that so that it could really be easy for people to be like, oh man, I didn't know I was doing that. You know, so it's uh, it's very clear once once you start to look at them, you're like, wow, you know, we're really doing this to ourselves.
0: Yeah, I'm amazed at some of my clients. They, they're drinking coffee every day and not sleeping enough, and they're stressed out, and on and on this huge list. And you know, yeah. it's just de- depleting them every single day. Not only are they not taking them in, they deplete them even more. So I really like that you address that in rich food, poor food.
1: Yeah, we always say it's a two prong problem. A, you're not getting them in. <laughs> they're not coming through your food. They're not coming through the soil. So your food's not going to be delivering them. And then on top of that, you're, this is a time where we're, because of the toxic load that you talked about on the cruise, because of all these things, we're depleting them even faster through our body. Any few that we did manage to get in, we're running through them so much faster than ever before. So, Maybe can I ask
0: you something? What's the weirdest thing that you ate on your travels? <laughs> No, you're eating some of the. We, uh, you here.
2: know, there's so many weird things. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously maggots. You know, oh, okay. so that's kind yeah. of the mainstay of what you you, what you end up getting when you're in remote. And you sort of
1: end up figuring out that you're going to get them at some point on every single trip. You're like, okay, we're in the maggots coming out because yeah. there's no other, a lot of
2: times, there's no other forms of protein. You know, you don't have a lot of protein choices. Yeah. So you
0: didn't have a, a big box of kind bars with yeah,
2: no. you. <laughs> no, no, no. We wanted to make sure we did not bring anything in that the, that the, you tri- know, I mean, of course, the governments were trying to subsidize these remote tribes as much as they could because they want to get their claws in on them, you know. So they, they'll, they'll bring them. We were at remote tribes. Where they literally were, you know, you, it looks like National Geographic, right? <laughs> and then they open up some box in the corner that their government sent over, and they've got, they've got cookies yeah. or lollipops in there. That, you know, and that, you know, of course they think this is great, you know, look at our government loves us so much and they're trying and the kids love it. And the old people, they're the ones who really love it because they're attracted to the colors and that sweet taste, you know, Uh, so yeah, it's very fast.
1: It was crazy. We'd be like, put those things back, please. Like, you know, we we would talk to the different communities and be like, you know what? Give us the list of what the government is offering you and let us mark the things that you should not take. Yeah. And work with them that way. And so that's why we want to go back because we want to see how much of this held, how many of the communities held out. And, you know, we know that because we went around a couple of them twice, we had already seen decline. Yeah. So we know what we're expecting will probably not be the pure nations that we had seen before.
0: So. Well, let's talk about your upcoming book, The Micronutrient Miracle. Um, Can you tell us kind of the genesis of it and, uh, you know, why you're writing the book?
2: Sure. Well, we're writing it because this is kind of the next, this is the evolution now. So the first book, Naked Calories, explained that we are in the middle of a micronutrient deficiency pandemic, how we got there and what we can do about it. So that's our three-step plan. Rich food, poor food then took you into the grocery store and said, well, let's show you how to find the rich foods and let's talk about those lifestyle habits that may be depleting you. And this one now is a culmination of those two books. It's a 28-day plan where we tell you exactly what to do. We give you your grocery store list. We help you to choose your lifestyle habits. We're going to give you an exact 28-day plan to make you micronutrient-sufficient.
1: And the the cool thing about it is it's not just like a random plan for a random person. It's actually you go through it and say, okay – What medicines am I currently taking? Okay, mark those off. What micronutrients do those deplete? I mean, it literally is so personalized to every single person that's going to be reading it, and they can go for the protocol for weight loss, or they can look at just the protocol for high blood pressure. And then that tells them which foods to put into the actual recipes that we're also creating through spices, through everything. So everything for those 28 days is going to be organized for just the things that they have wrong with them, the things that they want to focus on first.
0: That's what I love about all your books is they're not just general information. There are practical d- guides about how how to do this, how to navigate the grocery store, just what you said, How what exact foods and nutrients you need to be taking for different health conditions. I think it's, it's so wonderful because people need guidance.
1: Yeah. People, after they read the first, you know, the other books, they're like, okay, but I need a program. <laughs> I want a recipe. I want, you know, everyone loves recipes. And so- Everyone wanted more information, so people have been asking us to write this book for about two years now. Ever since what a year, maybe since get yeah. Calories, and so we're finally putting it all together, and we're actually doing the recipes and for all the different health conditions. So that's
0: great. That's great. So There's- why don't we talk a little bit about uh, you know we know that our food is deficient. Um, so why is the food deficient? Um, why aren't we getting the nutrients that we need in our food when we did maybe even a hundred years ago?
2: Yeah, sure. Well, definitely. I mean, it hasn't been that long since we probably could have gotten many of the micronutrients that we need, if not all of them, from our food. So, you know, when people say, well, the Colton say we can't get it from our food anymore and our, our modern you know, diet isn't providing it. Like you said, it was probably around 100 years ago or so that it really just became impossible. And that... It's for several reasons, mostly family farming. The farming has just – the topsoil is almost gone across America. We, you know, we had huge problems with the Dust Bowl and it just over-farming in general in America has really played havoc on how many minerals are left in, those, in that soil. Then you've got a problem of transportation. Most of the food that we're getting that we eat today on our tables – are on average shipped in about 1500, miles. If 1500 miles mean that it's sitting in the back of a truck or a container or a ship for a long period of time being exposed to heat air and light. And heat air and light are those things that deplete our food of micronutrients. It's not like you know mom or, or grandpa or whoever goes in the backyard <laughs> and when we used to have family gardens or, or family farms and everything was fresh. you know picked that day or the day before, it came in, we cooked it up. It wasn't exposed to heat, air, and light for a very long period of time. So that's changing. We're also seeing that the animals that we're eating, as far as our proteins are concerned, are being raised uh, in in unnatural environments and on unnatural food. So... The cows 100 years ago almost exclusively ate one thing, grass. That's it. There really wasn't any cow out there eating genetically modified corn or soy because there wasn't such thing as genetically modified (laughs) corn or soy. And our chickens the same way. And our fish now. I mean, these fish farms, they're doing the same thing. They're feeding them genetically modified corn and soy pellets, is specifically to animals like salmon, which are carnivores. They're, they've never even been introduced to a carbohydrate before. So lots of problems there. And
1: that- then also the glyphosates now, I mean the spray that, that, that they're using, the pesticides and herbicides that they're using on our food is actually starving the plants themselves of the minerals. Yes. That's the mineral issue. And it's crazy because, obviously, if we're starving the weeds around it, we're also producing really micronutrient-depleted foods. Yeah. So I think doing. True. we're so, we're making our own food worse than it is. Yeah. Every single thing that we possible. do. I mean, that's the crazy thing. You can – Jason always likes to say you can chop, you can dice, you can fry, you can – all these <laughs> things that you can do to food. And you don't lose the calories. Yeah. But every single one of these things that we do to food, you lose the micronutrients. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be so careful about, you know, about how, where you get your food uh, to try to get the most in. Of course, in our studies, we did uh, analysis of, like, all these different popular diets. Uh, so we looked at Adpins. We looked at South Beach, Best Life, Primal, um, Blueprint, paleo, a Practical Paleo, and dash diet. Uh, DASH diet. And we actually studied their exact uh, regimens. So three days in each of the programs, choosing their down to the last grain of salt, doing the an analysis about how many micronutrients would actually be in them. And what we found out is if you're following a diet that's supposed to make you healthy, chances are you're only 56% sufficient. At best. At best.
2: That was the best I mean, any diet did. And even with the paleo diets that we looked at and the primal diets we looked at, we we, we did the fed. organic and the grass-fed and Still you know, for the eggs better. and the meats. It didn't do any better.
0: Yeah, and I have a lot of clients. Really, they're really—they're actually pretty pissed off when they have been eating a paleo diet for years. And they're like, "Why am I not better?" And yeah. it's—and I tell them, it, and their hair test shows it as well. That the, just the paleo diet alone, which I think is one of the healthier diets, yep. just that alone does not give you the nutrients you need. It just—it no. just—it's not going to cut it. You have to supplement and you have to, to detox as well to right. meet your health goals. Well,
1: the funniest thing is, we originally did the study without the two primal and paleo diets. And then when we did our lecture series, they all go, Yeah, you're not talking to me. I'm on a paleo program. And (laughs) we were like, Okay, we're getting annoyed at answering this question (laughs) every time. So we are going to do it. Show it up. We are (laughs) going to talk to you. And Diane simply was one of our best friends. Uh, She was on the cruise with us as well. But the funny thing is, we're like, We're so sorry, but we're going to use your program as one of them. She's like, No, (laughs) absolutely. I want to know. So she was actually really open to hearing about it. I mean, she actually takes supplements as well. So sure. she takes nutrients. But yeah. um, so it's one of those things that like, I think awareness and just being honest with where our food is at right now is really, really important because trying to bury your head in the sand and saying, I can get it from my food. That's all you're doing is burying your head in the sand and nothing yeah. good comes to yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, those people listening now may wonder, is there, has there ever been any published research showing that any diet of any kind can give you the essential 27 essential micronutrients that are that we're all basically aware of, the vitamins and the minerals. And the answer to that is no. No <laughs> research has ever been shown to be able to show any diet sufficient in 27 essential micronutrients, even to the minimum levels. In fact, the American Dietetic Association, Let's everybody try. knows these are RDs, right? They put out a call to all RDs, Please come up with any diet within a twenty one hundred calorie, limit. you know, limit. As long as it's palatable, we don't even care what you're putting <laughs> in it, and show that you can create a sufficient diet within twenty one hundred calories could not be done. Has never been done, and, and certainly as we move forward in our modernization, will never be done. And not in my opinion.
1: And that's just adding the cat That's the, the first part. That's just getting them in your body. Yeah, forget about that's before the, the, the things that you do in your everyday life. That's before the stress yeah. hits you. That's before you drink that coffee or that glass of wine. I mean, you're just getting buried deeper and deeper the more you live. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I, I, um, I feel like the only people that might possibly be getting the most nutrients they could possibly get are people that own their, have their own garden and they're only eating grass-fed meats. And uh, for instance, my uncle, he, he's a master gardener. He's had a gardener for 30 years. Yeah. And his broccoli is this dark green stink. Uh, it stinks. It yeah. stunk up my <laughs> whole car. It stunk up my whole fridge. It was uh, I've, never, I've never experienced anything, any vegetable like that. And it yeah. was really profound. And yeah. I realized this. my uncle's probably getting you know, a lot, hell of a lot more nutrients than I'm getting. Um, with my even with my farmers market broccoli, etc. Oh, so sure. oh, he's yeah. doing a lot better than I am. Yeah, there's um, food, and then there's food. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that
1: yeah, <laughs> food that when we go to like Costa Rica, they've got the most mineral dense water of almost any place in the world.
0: Oh, wow.
1: so when you eat the food from there, it tastes. I mean, it tastes like amazing. You're yeah. like, wow, everything
0: is colorful and really intense. Such a huge uh, difference. I know when I went to Egypt, you know, the they had that very rich fertile river, river Nile Delta. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, the fruit stars just these dark fruits, dark mangoes, dark watermelons. It's completely different.
2: Completely. So, yeah. Yeah. We think we know what food is when we go to the grocery store. <laughs> you are not looking at food. That is what, Mass that's processed. what's become of our food, but that is not real food. And, and like you said, when you go to these places and you see this, you see what it really is. And a lot of people don't, a lot of times people don't realize that micronutrients are the reason your food tastes like anything. So when you go in and you see a big strawberry and it looks really really red and it's twice the size you remember when <laughs> you were a kid and you bite into it and it tastes like water
0: yeah
2: just no micronutrients in it no micronutrients it equals grew no flavor yes.
1: too fast yeah without really being supplied everything's picked too early and and then because they know that they have to ship it all the way across the country so it's picked still green yeah. and then it's supposed to ripen in a truck well it can't ripen it can't get anything while ripening. Because it's supposed to be pulling minerals from the soil, yeah. <laughs> but it can't do that because there's no soil anymore. So you're just getting this random thing that's growing for no reason
0: in the air, and it doesn't taste like anything, and that's why. Yeah, yeah I know a lot of vegetables and fruits, they gas them to guess, uh, ripen them. They just them. Them yeah. to
2: ripen them. That's it. That's that's right. And more <laughs> than you think. Most you know, most people watch you right now are oh, that's not my food. If you buy food from the grocery store, that's your food.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so gross. Cool. Sure. I know. It's, it's just so sad how long some of these vegetables from, from the soil to the market until the, your plate, like broccoli, it's been on average seven weeks um, sure. sitting around since it was yeah. picked. There's nothing in it. There's no, nothing, I know.
2: There's still calories in it. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> there's still plenty of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, but there are very little micronutrients left. Yeah. And that's really, that's, you know, I think – that's really the message when we started this and started writing books and publishing books a few years back, you know, nobody was really talking about micronutrients. It was just yeah. a few people out there. They bought us on
1: using the word.
2: Yeah. They didn't want us to use the <laughs> word micronutrient in our book at all. They wanted yeah. to just, just call them nutrients. I'm like, no. that's kind of confusing. <laughs> um, let's, let's really educate people. And, you know, we think you're, they're big boys and girls. They can read the word and understand third, it. And
1: the third book's the, the thriller because it's actually the title. Yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah, I think it's really important to start talking about this. And I know you're doing great work with your yeah. clients and really getting that message out there about minerals. And you know, it's, yeah, it is a doomsday scenario. That's the, that's the problem. The first two steps, getting enough micronutrients, almost impossible, getting lifestyle. rid of the lifestyle habits that deplete them. You can do your best, but the fact of the matter is most people are, are so stressed out what are they going to do about that? Unless you're going to quit their job and, and move to you know, another country, it's not going to happen. Right. They're going to, you know, You they're can't so leave the city out.
1: that has a lot of, you know, pollution. pollution just because, you know, you're wanting a better micronutrient balance. Yeah. You
2: know? Coffee is just going to be that thing that people are going to use to medicate themselves in the morning, and wine and alcohol are going to be the medicate at night. It is going to stop, right? So we don't want them to stop. We're not asking them to change. We just want so them to So if you see away. us drinking
1: coffee or a glass of wine, it isn't that. It, it's just because we know that we are going yeah. to
2: replenish them. That third thing, it's that, it's that third step, which is the supplements. And I know you're, you're big into supplements and we are too, because it really is the only way that modern day men and women are going to be able to get, become micronutrient sufficient.
0: Yeah. Well, so what are some of these diet and lifestyle habits that are depleting people's nutrients? Okay. So I'll start with me as a perfect
1: example of the most osteoporosis diet lifestyle in the world, because it's just a good, good visual for people. So I woke up in the morning and, um, I used to love my fat free muffin because I was a huge, no fat person. Um, uh, and I would go to Starbucks, which was right below me. And I got this sugar packed, Fat free muffin and sugar blocks calcium and magnesium from, in, from entering your body and vitamin C. So, not only was I probably getting colds, but I also was, you know, absolutely blinding two of the things that I most needed um, for for my bones to build. Yeah. On top of that, I would have coffee and I, of course, wouldn't put any cream in it um, because I'm getting fat phobic. Uh, so, again, the tannins and the caffeine also deplete micronutrients. Then I would probably be very stressed because I worked at my own company and I had all the stressors every single day. And stress makes you run through all of your calcium and magnesium even faster, as well as all the B vitamins and C. Uh, And then for lunch every single day, I thought I was being so good. I had my spinach salad with fat-free dressing, which I'm sure was loaded with raspberry vinegar sugar, as you know, because that was a front flavor. And some grilled chicken, and I was thinking, I have all these micronutrients right here in my bowl. Of course, you can't absorb any of the fat-soluble micronutrients unless you put some fat on the dressing um in the salad. So I was avoiding that as well. Additionally, spinach is filled with something called axolic acid another depleter of calcium and magnesium. And as I got worse and as uh, this continued, um, I started to notice another habit of mine that really took hold of me. And that was Swedish fish. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually call it not not just something that I enjoyed doing. I think it was actually a habit at that point. an uh, An addiction. And what I noticed is because as I was getting more and more depleted and as I was getting more and more frail, I started craving sugar more. And when you start to look at the reasons why, we realize that cravings from sugar are a sign of calcium-magnesium deficiencies. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you eat the sugar because you're craving it, and the sugar blocks the calcium-magnesium. The calcium-magnesium being deficient then causes you to want more sugar, and it's just this complete vicious cycle
0: that you can't get out of. Yeah, it's such an odd phenomenon how we crave foods that are destroy our bodies crave foods which we're sensitive to. It's so odd.
2: Absolutely. Well I mean we crave we crave that sugar because that sugar and especially salt when we're calcium deficient, that salt releases the calcium from our bones into our bloodstream. So it's kind of this quick fix that our bodies have, you know start started to realize so that's why the sugar like and the salt tri- you know cravings are so big in our society yeah. and why all these food manufacturers now don't just do you know m ms anymore now we want pretzel M ms and now we want <laughs> we want sh- we want sh- salt and sugar at the same time yeah. it's the it's the They're holy gonna- grail of of addiction and we're all falling prey to it and then your dinner wasn't so bad either I mean a lot of times when people think that she wasn't eating bad she's eating a fat-free muffin and coffee and a spinach salad with with grilled chicken I thought and for dinner healthy. she had like chicken and Chinese vegetables. I always know. get
1: steamed chicken and Chinese vegetables with the broth sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that that's great. I'm getting all these vegetables. Of course, if you ever order steamed chicken and Chinese vegetables, you know the plate is white. Yeah. <laughs> Even maybe there's a piece of white broccoli floating around in there, but it's not really the abundant, dense vegetables you should probably be eating. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's
2: like a 10 months old, like you were saying. <laughs> so yeah, it's a perfect, you know, prescription for disease. And Mira just happened to get like the perfect combination of the micronutrients that created that osteoporosis. Yeah, the
1: wheat, also the wheat, I'm sorry, but the wheat in the muffin containing phytic acid and the phytic acid making my D loss accelerate as well as it blocking the calcium magnesium again. So literally every single one of the foods that I was putting in my, in my mouth every day, and if you live in a big city, you probably realize this. When you live alone in a big city, you pretty much eat the same things every single day because you just fall into habits. Oh, well, it's you and mm-hmm. so
0: literally this was my day every day. Yeah, and you eat out with all the inflammatory canola and soybean oil and table salts and all these Everything things. Everything
2: was, yeah, this, that, that, that stir fry I'm sure was in there. Oh. She she talked about the stress. She talked about the fact she lived in Manhattan. So that's a big polluted city. I used she to drank love She alcohol exercise. at night. She was an exercise fiend, sometimes doing two exercise classes a day, another micronutrient depleter. So, I mean, it was like, what wasn't she doing? Really? I mean, she, she <laughs> was yet, doing every single thing.
1: And yet, there's a lot of people listening right now who are probably thinking that is the healthiest way to live. Going to working out twice a day. Wow, who has time for that? Yeah. And then, you know, getting to eat like steamed food and nice salad for lunch and a fabulous. People would think this is a recipe for health. Yeah. And really, it was my recipe for osteoporosis. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I think a lot of, I have a lot of my clients that do this compulsive exercise. And because yeah. it makes them feel better and they think it's really, really healthy and you now people are exercising two hours a day or even really, really intensely for an hour every single day, six days a week. It's so depleting.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is.
1: We always yeah. say it's like the Gatorade commercial where you see like this sweat coming out of the person. It's like bright green. It's
0: all your minerals. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. All your minerals. It's it's, all that's electrolytes. all it is, people. It's
2: that's not- another word for mineral or for just micronutrients in general. So- I-
1: I just wish that they would actually have like the, the, like C A M G like, <laughs> and show it what is dripping out. Like yeah. that's really what
0: it is. Stop calling it Gatorade.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not what's coming out of your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I sadly, I had a friend that was, he was only 48. He, he's he been exercising two, three hours a day, his whole life, surfing, skating, snowboarding, what have you. And he came down with colon cancer. Yeah. And it's just that nutrient depletion. He was living a lifestyle just like you, Myra. Um, where he was just uh, completely depleted and over-exercising and, you know.
1: We always say, we can't tell you what what, what your micronutrient miracle, the, the concept is, that we can't tell you what your, mar- your miracle is going to be because we don't know which things you're currently depleted in. So it's like this really cool combination. Like for me, it was calcium, magnesium, and D, osteoporosis. For other people, it's calcium, magnesium, potassium. High blood pressure. And it just depends what you've been doing to your body. Sometimes people will come to us and they will put them in the protocol for weight loss. And then they'll write us back and be like, I don't need glasses anymore.
0: Mm.
1: I'd be like, well, I guess you had another deficiency in obviously your beta carotene lutein situation or something like that. But it's really interesting that just becoming sufficient, you not only can get the benefits that you're looking for. But you get these other benefits that you didn't even know were out there. I had the
0: same thing. Before I started my program that I do, it's called Mineral Power. Uh, I was craving potato chips all the time, like salt and vinegar potato chips. Just I could not get enough of them. And uh, as soon as I started taking minerals, I I just never even thought about them again. Never thought. And all these symptoms went away. Uh, I got sores in my mouth and teeth sensitivity and all these little things. Of course, I healed my thyroid and adrenals as well. But, uh, that was my aim. But so many other little health symptoms just fell away. This never yeah. return again.
2: No, yeah. it is. And That's
1: the fun of doing what we do. I think what all of us do is that your clients come to you and they're like, well, I had this other really weird thing that I used to get. I don't get that anymore either. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really, it's, it's fun and it makes it, you know, really rewarding.
0: And it makes me sad that people are doing this really expensive revolving door with their physicians and well. the physician has no idea about, or most of them, no clue about nutrients or diet or toxicities. Wow. And the client, they just for years um, yeah. go to different doctors and just get the same a dead end. Yeah. Well, well, and
1: that's another thing like, because people don't realize that the way your body gets rid of the toxic things in your body is micronutrients. Nice. It's your body's natural detoxification system. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's another thing. It's like you get deficient another way faster today than ever before, because you're so
2: much more bombarded than ever before. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: why don't you talk about a little, little bit about how we replenish ourselves?
2: Yeah, well, that's it. So that's the next problem uh, that we have to face because now we know we're deficient, probably of getting enough. We know we're probably depleting ourselves faster than ever before. And now we're standing in the middle of the health food store, <laughs> scratching our heads. Like, what oh. am I supposed to get? so, when we needed to do research to figure out how to remineralize and re-micronutrientize Mira to get her bones to rebuild again, even though it was thought to be impossible to rebuild bones at 30 years old, she's living proof 10 years now. She doesn't even have osteopenia. Well, and so, right. so, so what we wanted to do is wanted to find out how, what was it that was blocking the multivitamin's ability to be able to really, you know, show good results in peer reviewed medical journal studies. I mean if you look out there there's tons of studies on magnesium. And it's you know there's no there's no question that magnesium is an amazing mineral and there's a thousand studies that show how good it is for you. And the same thing for vitamin D, and the same thing for zinc, and the same thing for every one of the essential micronutrients, mineral and otherwise. But when you look at the multivitamin there's like three studies and all of them are kind of like, well, it didn't really do that well. I mean, you know, they try to grasp at straws and some of them say, well, it even shows that it, it could harm you if you take them. You know, there was a big Forbes magazine article not too long ago, death of the multivitamin. Let's get oh, rid I of it. Those, the thing isn't really working, nice. <laughs> but in one in one way they're kind of right. There's a big problem with trying to throw 30-some micronutrients that have never been put together in foods before, and there's no food that can 30 micronutrients, all together in one delivery system, because minerals specifically, and vitamins too, you have something called mineral or micronutrient antagonisms, meaning that they fight each other for the receptor sites in your body, what, meaning that one will get in at the expense of the other, and sometimes we know what the, what the who's going to win the fight, meaning one's dominant most of the time, and then Sometimes it's kind of a you know kind of a roll of the dice. It could be either one, and so when we put all of our minerals together in a single supplement, like a multivitamin or a multi-mineral, then it just stands to reason that probably eighty percent of that's going to go right down the toilet. And that's that's what we really did a lot of research in on over about six years. Once we realized that they were competing, we mapped out all the uh, vitamin and mineral
1: first. Before we actually knew what was what we were doing, we actually made me because I was the lucky (laughs) guinea pig take (laughs) handfuls of each specific micronutrient separate. Some before breakfast, some after breakfast, some before lunch. I mean, all day long, I did nothing but choke down horse pills. And I was like, this, this, and it was working. So we were happy; it was working.
2: About thirty-two that, pills a day, I think. About t- ten thousand pills a year. be was. was
0: that's what I take, and I get really sick of it sometimes. Yeah, well and, that's.
2: She was like, "We're coming up with a new formula. You're going to do it. You're I really like
0: it. you, Doc, <laughs> and I kind of fall in love with you, but like that's end it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I can. You really can tell. You guys spent a lot of time and effort in the design of your nutrients. Oh, because perfect. it tastes so good.
2: I mean, oh, is, it
0: tastes so good. I know it was not easy to get some of these vitamins to taste good. <laughs>
1: no. no, in fact, the first time we sent it to a lab to to have the work with the flavor, you know, people who like to get like a little bit more strawberry, a little bit. And they were like, yeah, this isn't happening.
2: This isn't <laughs> going to taste
1: good. And I'm like, well, that's not really an option. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to like, make way. it happen. <laughs> so we ended we did, we bounced back and forth to three different companies trying to make it taste fantastic and without adding in any binders, any fillers, any excipients, any flow agents, any you know sugar, anything that we didn't have to add in, we didn't put in there. Yeah. So it's just literally the multivitamin reinvented. And some non-GMO citric acid which is necessary for the conversion of calcium carbonate to calcium citrate.
2: And magnesium carbonate to magnesium citrate. Yeah. If you look at the bottom of nutrients, lots of times people say, well, why are you using what they consider to be you know inferior sources of certain minerals? And it would be inferior to a certain extent so a over like a calcium or magnesium citrate if it was a capsule or a pill or a tablet. Because in those forms, you just take it right in by your mouth and it goes right into your stomach and all that's it. You have to absorb the form that it is. But because nutrients is... As a powder, we just pour it into water, and there is an ionic conversion that takes place. Then, in the water, so we can convert our our calcium carbonates and magnesium carbonates into citrates with the conversion of citric acid. So you're ultimately you're ultimately okay. getting that more absorbable form, but we don't need to bulk it up so much with the other forms. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a
0: lot of people don't understand when they see citric acid or other ingredients in supplements that it's not bad.
2: <laughs> right. Especially powdered. But it can be if you if it's too much because then it can become so acidic that it pulls the enamel off the teeth. So that was our fine balance. We said we worked with dentists and our, our dentists particularly and said we want to make sure that, you know, kids are going to be taking this, adults. You do it twice a day. There's a huge so. problem with losing your enamel. So we made sure that even though nutrients taste good, you'll notice there's not a real high acidity to it because we kept it in that neutral zone so it will not affect the enamel of the
0: teeth. I did notice that. Because a lot of times I, my stomach becomes upset when I take supplements and I was very surprised. I noticed, uh, I just took a mental note that it was very mild
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah. feeling in my stomach.
1: It's great for pregnant women because that as well, because so many pregnant women get, don't enjoy taking their prenatals. So we made it so it has everything they need. And one of the things they need most obviously is, is folate. And where so many multivitamin companies skimp and put in folic acid which is not a good form. You do not want to be taking folic acid. It's a synthetic form. We put in the 5-M-T-H-R-F. Yes. <laughs> I can only write it. Um, and um, in order to do that, because about, they're saying maybe now 50% of the population really, really needs that.
2: Yeah. Cause of the genetic flaw. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Mutation. So
2: there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's so much research that goes into what Every you should form. be doing about each, about your micronutrient and what you should be, what you don't want in there. What are the beneficial forms? What, how much do you really need of everything? And of course, what vitamins or minerals should be paired and which ones should be separated. So we did all that for you. And in fact, if the people watching now want to look at that, we have an education, a free educational video seminar called the ABCs of supplementation.com. It's just ABCs of supplementation.com. They can go to and they can they can watch the videos as to why and how we formulated nutrients.
0: Then you have a survey too people can fill out.
2: Because yeah, about-
1: absolutely. We'll give you a link for that as well. And basically they can go right on and they can get a snapshot of their life. Like, this is the time to do it. Because you're not going to know that you need to improve until you find out that you're not doing so well to begin with.
0: That's how I tell people Don't wait until you get sick. The time is right now. It's so, to much head harder, off the curve. so much
2: harder to reverse. Because people
0: are sick for years before they present with symptoms. Yeah. I mean,
1: obviously, I didn't get advanced osteoporosis overnight. It wasn't like I woke up one morning and said, I can't get up. Yeah, it was like I was you know for weeks and months and probably a year before that I was like my back hurts. Yeah. I'm like oh that's okay. Self-medicate with coffee. Yeah, you know, and then have a glass of wine before bed and kill the pain. You know, and you know it, it adds up. You you stop paying attention to what your body is telling you. Yeah, so people so
0: don't, they numb out. So many yeah. people are numbing out with sugar and flour and caffeine <laughs> and wine, etc.
1: So the quiz goes over your dietary habits, your lifestyle habits and your supplementation habits. And it's the same analysis that we give to our private clients. And you can go on there. It's 50 questions. It's a little long, but it's worth it. It's free. It's free and it'll give you a snapshot about where you stand in the sufficiency deficiency scale yeah. and what, you know, and let you know what you should be doing about it. <laughs>
0: Well, this probably goes without saying, you guys probably already answered the question, but I like to ask all of my guests, what do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today?
2: Well, I mean, for us, and, you know, obvious, I think it probably is obvious, and this is our passion, and this is what we, you know, we eat, breathe, sleep. I mean, everything we do is trying to help people become educated about micronutrient sufficiency. I think, I think that, you know, unless we can become sufficient in our micronutrients, no matter what you're doing to improve your health, we'll, ultimately fail because it just, again, it just stands to reason that if you're deficient in something that's essential, how can you ever really have Achieve. optimal health? Yeah. So that for, for me personally, that's kind of my passion and my job here is to get people to understand how important micronutrient deficiency, you know, or how prevalent it is
1: and how easy it is to become sufficient. Like it's not hard. Yes. <laughs> Three steps Yeah, <laughs> and you can do it and it's worth it. Because it's an investment that you have to make, or else you cannot get it back. Yeah. You really have to be responsible and say, you know, this I'm going to do for myself. And give us 28 days to see if you can do it. Yeah. You know, the new book comes out. Give us 28 days. You'll see, and it. you'll That's see, nice. just it turns around that quickly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed. A lot of my clients that start taking supplements, their are basic uh, vitamins and lots of minerals, and yeah. they they feel great. They're sleeping better. They have more energy. Just within a 30-day period.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're seeing that because, I mean, it really doesn't take that long. A lot of people say, ask, well, if I've got this deficiency, how long will it take me to get rid of it? Like immediately. So once your body has enough, because they're mostly water-soluble that we're talking about, as soon as you fill it up, kind of, it's like a glass. Once you fill it up, your (laughs) body is going to start functioning (laughs) at its normal level. So it takes almost really no time.
1: Yeah, We have sample packs uh, on our website so people can taste all the flavors to Mm -hmm. figure out which ones they like. So people will write us back because we sent out a survey. How did you like it? All this thing, and we're curious. You know, like we should be. What people like about it? What people don't? People within four days. I mean, it's only four days samples because there's only four boxes. And people will write, be like, "I have more energy already." Yeah, Mm -hmm. And you're like, that was four days. Like, don't you wish you had done that a month ago? Yeah,
2: it's
0: really (laughs) profound. It's really amazing. It really
2: is profound. And not jittery energy, not like taking like a, you know, some kind of one of these little whatever the shots that you see in the the drugstore, three hour hour energy or whatever they are. This is not, that's not energy. Real energy is what we're talking about. Energy that's just sustainable, that feels really good. And that's what we're trying to teach people is that, you know, before you're taking a ton of these other supplements, start thinking about the micronutrients first. Get, get micronutrients sufficient. And then all that other stuff, oftentimes you find you don't even need it. But then again, like I said, it's icing on the cake. I'm, you know, there's great things to do with, you know, you know, different herbs and spices and all those kind of things. They're all good for you. But unless you're sufficient in the essential things, those things are never going to, to fix the right. problem, the underlying problem.
1: And competition really was the one thing that we studied that changed the game for us. Totally. Once we realized that you know, putting them all together was negating 80%, and once we separated the things that were competing into the AM and the PM doses... It was just like now you can finally absorb it. Yeah. Yeah. And that really was the one hundred percent game changer in our supplement research.
2: Yeah, we're the only people to be issued a US patent on the formulation of their multivitamin. I mean the patent office called us, you
1: know, <laughs> over they and over were again. Like,
2: I can't believe this. They're like there are <laughs> patents, of course, on time release mechanisms and and, and that kind of thing and coatings that they put on chelation the chelation types. type things for the minerals there's a big company that does a lot of that and they have lots of patents on that but things change when you do that when you chelate minerals you remember you're not allowing them to absorb on their natural pathways there's nothing wrong with it it gets rid of the competition but now it's absorbing on the amino acid pathway and which is which is not bad but sometimes it would be better if you could just let them you know absorb in their natural pathways and just get rid of the competitions through separating them
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, is,
2: which is a different totally different way of doing it.
0: okay yeah well why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more you know about you what you're up to and where they can find you
1: okay sure um uh, well they can definitely find us at CaltonNutrition.com, which is c-a-l-t-o-n nutrition.com uh we're at face we're at Calton nutrition on facebook and uh I Twitter as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, if you sign up for our blog, if you sign up for the bl- our blog on the website, you're really, it's a once a week newsletter, so we don't bombard you. But that's where you find out like the coupons that we're giving out and where you find, you know, all of the different things that we're doing and all the TV appearances that we're on from time to time. Um, they can read our column in First for Women magazine. And also, oh, we have a really great thing called the Rich Food Resource Center, mm-hmm. where we have free coupons for everyone online. So they can go to cultnutrition.com and look for the Reach Food Resource Center and it's coupons for the foods that you really should be eating, not the junk that they normally give you coupons for. I thought right. that was
0: great as when I read in your book, Rich Food Poor Food, how you had contacted all the manufacturers of food oh. you like and gotten coupons from them. So great.
2: Yeah.
1: They they literally trying to get through to them was the hard part and then trying to explain what you're doing. They were like, What? We had a book and there's a coupon and we eventually got it all done, but it was, it was quite a, quite a challenge. Was, uh, yeah. How long have you had your website?
2: What's that?
0: How long have you had your website?
2: I guess about two years now. It's constantly
0: uh, updating. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of content on there. That's a, you guys have done a lot of work in two years. Amazing. Oh,
2: yeah, we have.
0: Yeah. We try to keep it, keep
1: it busy for everyone. We have our, we also do the cooking with the Colton segments. So they can come on and see us in the kitchen using um, the nutrients, mm-hmm. along with our protein, which is Empower Protein.
0: Yeah, and that. I love that. It's so good because so many of my clients ask me, what's a good protein powder to use? And, of course, I only advocate whey protein, you know, complete proteins. And your protein powder tastes so good. Can I just tell you the
1: story? I mean, it's crazy. Literally, I was like, okay, we want one that is USD organic. We want one that's non-GMO project verified. We want the cows to be grass and we want them to be able to prove it. And so literally, we had to search. I mean, there's, there isn't another one out there. Yeah. So we literally had to find a farm that was making other products that we knew about that was organic and literally work with them to create the way. And it is unbelievably tasty, and it tastes like cream, kind of, in mm-hmm. anything you put it in. Um, I use it in a lot of my
0: cooking now.
2: Yeah.
1: So, I make muffins with it and everything. Pizza
2: crust. Yeah, it's
0: so crust. creamy. I mean, I use the whey to kind of curb my sugar cravings. I think mm-hmm. the whey protein's good to curb sugar cravings, which I have an issue with. Um, yep. But uh, it tastes so good. And I, for me, it's great to have a resources. I ask all the time. So, everyone's taking protein powders, especially people who are health conscious. And so, for me, it's, it's great so that I can refer my clients to a product that I know and trust. That I know has all these impossible standards: yeah. grass-fed, and organic, and this, and that. There's no, there's hardly any products, or maybe yours is the only one. I, yeah. I, I searched the on the
2: only internet. Single source. Yeah, it's and then, the only one in America. And
0: only has wow. one ingredient.
2: Yeah. Single source. Way,
1: wow. And like, concentrate.
2: <laughs> That's the key. You know, there are some, you know, there's some good tasting isolates out there, but when they isolate the whey protein, you lose so you lose the fat and you lose all the different things like the lactoalbumin and the lactoferrin and, and the, you know, glutathione and all the good things strips. that are in that concentrate. <laughs> the whole point. The whole point of it. Right. <laughs> but in most concentrates, it's kind of like wine, you know, if you've been in, you know, to a wine tasting and it's kind of like you're what does that taste? It's like, well, they call it barn floor. Well, I think yeah. a lot of proteins have barn floor in them, you know, especially concentrates. But like you said, this one is just, it's almost just like fresh cream.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So we are very we proud actually, of power.
0: Yeah.
1: We actually put it with our nutrients. And that's one reason we didn't add any flavor mm-hmm. to it. Cause we actually put our nutrients in with our Empower yes. with a little bit of skinny fat in the morning and we make a triple threat. So it's like a mm-hmm. perfect meal replacement because it has all your amino acids. Mm-hmm. It's got all of your vital essential micronutrients and then it's got fat. To make it more absorbable. Yeah. Well, tell me about the skinny
0: fat.
2: So skinny fat was something that we I've been using in my practice for about 20-some years. And just telling people to go home and kind of do this chemistry, you know, set at home. You know, add this oil to that oil and this one and then heat it and do all this stuff. And been, eventually people were like, can't you just make it? So I said, okay, <laughs> let's let's do it. We're, so, so what it and is, we're going to make
1: it pretty. we're going to make it pretty.
2: So what it is, it's medium-chain triglycerides. So if people don't know, medium-chain triglycerides are derived either from coconut oil or palm oil. And these medium chains are or fats that cannot be stored in your body as fat. They go directly into your liver and produce ketone bodies. Okay? So it's great for people on low carb diets, but it's even great for people who aren't on low carb diets because ketone bodies have shown to help Alzheimer's patients and people in oh, yeah. you know, all kinds of memory enhancement. And so and but the great thing about skinny fat is it's not just pure MCT. It's pure MCT on its own it can cause stomach upset. Plus it doesn't do something. It doesn't help to absorb fat-soluble vitamins. You need long chains for that. So what we did is we did a combination of organic virgin coconut oil and MCTs, just enough long chains to stimulate bile acid and absorb all those micronutrients and just enough MCT to keep the coconut oil liquid with almost no flavor. So you can use it in all your recipes. You can use it in salad dressings and just like you would any other. I made
1: coleslaw with it last night (laughs) and it was so good because one thing that MCT is known for is it's a flavor enhancer. So Mm -hmm. anything you make with it, Leave the garlic and the spices and all that stuff in there for a little while. Your dressings will taste ten times more poignant. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just amazing how it, it really enhances all the stuff you put into it. So it's it's fantastic for all that stuff. So I made a coleslaw with it and made everyone eat it last night.
2: I know
0: I've been actually using the skinny fat for my salad dressings. Yeah, and I love it because I notice a difference in my brain power when well, I, I use the MCTs. Um, you know, I guess the long chain fatty acids as well. Uh, when I eat that, uh, my brain works better and I use it to help improve my work performance. For yeah, sure. Are you absolutely.
2: using the regular or the olive? We have I'm an using olive. the
0: olive oil. Yeah.
2: yeah. So what we did with that is we used – that's still the same you know, base, base skinny fat with the coconut and the MCT. And then because the MCT is such a flavor enhancer – adding just a little bit of, of organic, we sourced organic extra virgin olive oil out of Spain. The and we sourced, so it really our is. So you know it's real. <laughs> and we added it in there. And the great thing about it is, is when you're using it, it probably you notice it tastes just like olive oil, but it's got 85% less omega-3s, omega-6s, omega-6s. Again, which I are so. inflammation causers, right? So a lot of people say, well, isn't olive oil good for you? Well- Theoretically, it's good for you, but what people have to understand is when you're trying to keep a balance of omega-3, omega-6, the higher that omega-6 gets in your diet, the harder it is to catch up those omega-3s, and most people never do. You want them about even.
0: Now They're antagonists too.
2: Absolutely. Right, they are, <laughs> and so, and even some, even within the families, there's antagonists yeah. too. But, but, um, but the nice thing about the omega-3… he th- loves
1: whatever it says it's like really cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: EPA and DHE can pay, can heat as well within the <laughs> omega three family. But this way, it'll allow you to keep those omega sixes so low that it's easy for you to catch up with the foods. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I love the Skinny Fat. I've been uh, using it. I'm not uh, even using my olive oil anymore. I'm using the Skinny Fat. So yeah. I, I urge listeners to try it. It's really, really good. Yeah, very good.
2: Well, thank you, you yeah. hey Thank
0: you so much for coming on the show.
2: Oh, oh, it was such a pleasure. It was a lot of fun talking minerals and micronutrients.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'd, I'd love to have you guys on again. I'll come on your podcast. There's, oh, definitely. That's definitely that's, definitely that's have a to plan. On next, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not you guys, to the next cruise. Yes, yes. Yeah, any, we'll have some drinks on the next cruise. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> we'll complete some nutrients on the next. There cruise. you go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you guys are welcome anytime.
2: Thank you you so so much, much, Wendy. So everyone,
0: thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. You can go on my site if you want to learn all about minerals and detoxification and the modern paleo diet, which is a little twist on the paleo diet that we have adapted to new foods in our environment. We don't have to eat a super strict paleo diet. Um, If you like what you heard on the show today, please give the Live to 110 podcast a review in iTunes. I would appreciate it so much. And thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast.